What is life's biggest trap? We are unhappy, we're dissatisfied, when we really shouldn't be. I cannot seem to find the thing that is worth taking the risk for. This whole podcasting thing has run me ragged. <gasps> You're a loser if you still fall for these traps in 2024. This is your daily catch-up. <laughs> Do you queef? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So we are about to announce the winner for our year-end giveaway. But before that, we just want to give a big thank you to every one of you that commented on our year-end video as well as share with us how you have grown alongside us. I think it's really very heartwarming to hear. And now, Alison. And the winner for our Nespresso giveaway for our year-end episode is... Minhui1766. Congratulations! Please refer to our reply to your comment to see how to claim your prize. And of course, for everybody who didn't win... Sorry. Yeah, sorry. But okay, subscribe so you don't miss our future giveaways. And we'll see you back in the episode. So on the note of self-improvement at the end of the year, I've come across a Reddit thread that is titled, What is life's biggest trap that people fall into? So these are the things and okay. that we are going to talk about that hopefully you don't make the same mistake in 2024. Like, exactly. Time for idea. a new Get life. Better. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems appropriate. I don't know. It's okay, okay. 23, just stress. No, so stress. Be best, as Melania would say. Who? China. <laughs> what? I don't get I totally don't get it. Trump's wife. <laughs> Melania, you know oh, every I thought it's the mosquito thing. Okay. <laughs> That's malaria. <laughs> <laughs> Malaria Trump. Anyway, I think that's a big trap that people always fall into. So, yeah. okay. English. This guy, software engineer says there is a very dangerous trap which 95% of people fall into and it starts in your teenage years. So everybody believes that they are a unique human being and they all have their own identity, talents and skills and that their life will turn out as unique as they are. But the truth is life does not just happen but a boring life does. So a lot of bright and uniquely talented young people end up living a boring, mediocre life and complain about how everything made them the way they are instead of trying to build on those talents and then creating that unique life for themselves. So what does this have to what do with engineering? I don't know. He just, <laughs> just so happens to be a software engineer. Oh, I thought he was going to tell me about some software thing that I can change. Yeah. I press one button, turn off this function on Increase my iPhone. Increase your refresh rate. Keep building the soft skills. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm. Soft skills. We are more than our jobs. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't totally relate, to be honest. Like, I don't understand why people, like some people, they look at us and they say, oh, your, your job's so fun, right? It's, to me, it's like, huh? It's just a oh, normal fucking- But it could be more fun I than that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think the more interesting line that he said as part of this was, you need to work hard to evolve your uniqueness instead of thinking it's going to happen on its own. Which is so interesting because I think we grow up with one talent, perhaps, or something that we feel like we enjoy huh? a lot because we are better at. Like, it's huh? just something we incline to. Uh, 
The low self esteem. So some people go out with things that they are not good at, and that could be unique for you. So no. So then, how do you then? build upon that right and evolve it into something that you can capitalize on mm. I think that is something that's very interesting to look at especially when you're a lot younger yeah no I, I think that the thing that I related to the most right was that the boring life happened and I know I mentioned before like every time I always feel like I want to get into a new project or like do something fun I'm always thinking like okay, okay I'll, I'll plan that later that's for later and mm. I realized that I've been saying that right since I was 20, I'm now 31. I've been <gasps> saying that for 10 years, 11 years, yeah, and I haven't done it. I mean, you do have a, you know, side business and all that kind of stuff. Isn't that something you should be proud of? No, 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 but there's like other, other things that you just want to like play around with. <laughs> but you know, like, at the end of the day, I think the biggest trap that we talked about is getting a job, right? Getting a job and playing the- The biggest trap job is, the- is getting a job. Your mouth is the biggest is, Isn't that the trap? Because you are stuck in the system. Like if you look at the top 1% yeah. and how they got rich, mm. especially the new money, yeah. is that they didn't join the red race. They didn't get a job and just work for someone else's dream. So are you cracking the code? Oh no, I am intentionally being in the system because I know that I, I think I uh, my days are gone already. Oh, when you are 25, right, you had the energy to like, okay, let's take risks. Let's work like super hard, work 12 hours to build a dream or whatever, right? Now I'm permanently tired. I have a family. <laughs> then it's the opposite. The 30s to 40s are when you are able to capitalize on what you have experienced in your 20s. Exactly to, what Jack Ma says. Or it's the time when <laughs> you can't then 40 then you like that's why I still have another 40 years if I put all my savings into like a new like idea or venture or whatever right then now it's not just me I have my wife I have my kid like I think on the point that that this this thing you brought up right like it's I've been meeting masters of different crafts recently and and I find it so fascinating that all of them were able to like it's lucky that they were able to discover something that they are not only truly passionate and and in love with right Mm. but are able to do and do well. Mm. And to be honest, like most things I believe if you are able to find that right, and put your time into it, right? Then life happens and you will be able to bear the fruit of all of that, right? As long as you can put your hours into it. Um, but the, and, and then when, it, I, when I talk to these people, right? It's, it's very, very inspirational. But at the same time, I get a little bit sad because I feel like I haven't found that for myself. I haven't found the thing that I'm exceptionally good at and very, very passionate about. And so then I cannot bring myself to, how do I put it? Uh? Like, commit? No, it's not about committing, but then you have to go into exploration mode in order to discover those things. Man. But I think we, we also fall into the trap of thinking that the only way we get super rich, right, is that we have to build off a special talent that somehow it's innate in us. No, but it's not about wealth for me. It's not about financial success for me. It's about right. finding something that Purpose. I'm like, I want to become the master. I okay. want to spend 10,000 hours, if not more, and dedicate my life to this thing. Like I know, like, and these masters that I meet, right? They are like, I can do this every day of my life until I die and I'm happy. When you say this, right? It makes me so confused because when I look at you, it feels like I know very clearly and I feel like you know also what your next step should be. And I feel like you think that you haven't found that one thing that you really want to master, right? Because you are not committing to taking that very clear next step. Commitment. What is that next step? Like to Finding me, something like completely out you, of your realm yeah, of mastery. Yeah, either you really just and up and move and go travel, again. right? Or you really just go yeah, start your yeah. own thing. And then that's where you're going to discover from zero. what you're really going to be passionate about for the next 40 years of your life. 
Mm. But also, do you think, I, I don't know, but to me, like, I read your personality as someone who can't do one thing forever for the rest of your life because you get excited about something and then after <laughs> you're, you're, you, you're passionate about something else. And it's not a bad thing. I think it's very good because you always try new things. So I don't know whether you, you can't you know, find that thing because that's just not in you to be just yeah. focused on one yeah, thing yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Commitment issues. Lah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, therapy. Always always back. Do you guys think that it's a trap that there's a mindset that effort equates into results because they don't always do. Yeah, and like you were mentioning, like you say, like the masters who can somehow like, I do, I train for something for 10,000 hours and then I master the craft and then somehow I am able to make a niche out of it. I make a name for myself and then I can make a living off of it. I can live off of it. But I guess music can be an example, right? Like there are those superstars that's your Taylor Swift and your Coldplay and all that kind of stuff. But there are people who are great at guitar. They train guitar all the way to mastery and then they end up like just- Jobless. Playing the at bars, teacher. you know, like the, the, the ceiling there is playing at bars. They put in the, probably the same amount of effort or more effort in fact than like some people. And then, but then is there an element of luck I, into it? I, yeah. I think there is, but I think that people misinterpret what real effort looks like. Because right, I can feel like I'm doing everything <laughs> possible, but mm. am I really or not? And if I'm not, then that, that is the issue already. That means they are not truly pursuing and, and taking the necessary steps to, 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 to work towards that. So is it fear? Is it a lack of education? But I, can, I cannot, I will never accept lack of education because that's something that you are supposed to be able to work on. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a, to me, it's that you are lying to yourself that you're putting it 100%. To me also, it feels oh. like a bit of like, you know the horse they run, then they put the thing, the blinders. Ah, yeah, yeah, blinders. Yeah, yeah. Tunnel vision. Uh, yeah, so I think <laughs> it might be because if say I'm trying to hone a craft and I believe that if I get super good at say video editing, mm. and then I am for sure going to be like able to find jobs, I have a good portfolio. But I think the eye to be able to look for opportunity, right? And I feel like it's a bit of luck, but also luck that you are able to make for yourself mm. to capture an opportunity, right? And then build off of that. So it's like, I feel like I need to hone my skills this way. But what I also need to notice is that along the way, I need to be able to be picking out opportunities and going for it. I totally agree. I, but there was, a, there was a recent saying that I came across, right? Where lucky people mm. are not luckier all they have done is set themselves up to have more opportunities mm. and then some of them they credit to luck. But in actual fact, right, all you're doing is that by putting yourself out there as much as possible, things will happen for you. Right? Yeah. It's, it's the people who, do, who, who, who don't you put themselves out there, then they feel like they're unlucky as country, but it's actually just because they are isolating themselves from the possibilities. I so watched a very interesting video, but it's, it's along the same vein, but applies to relationships. So it was talking about, uh, this guy was talking about People ask him how you know your wife was the one because their marriage look very good, lah, essentially. So then people always ask how you know that they are the one. Then he say, I don't know. Like I hoped, like I became the person that would attract the kind of person I wanted and then I hoped. Yeah. So then I think mm. that's so interesting because people think that like the one that's just perfectly meant for you is going to fall into your lap, right? But they miss out on the part that you build yourself into the kind of person that will attract that kind of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you work things out together. So actually what I'm hearing, right, <laughs> rounding back even from the conversation of that JP and like Jerry was talking about, right, is that expectation is the biggest trap. Because oh. when we have a full-time job, we are always wanting something else. We want the or oh, pursue passion and 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 have that life. But then when you are the guitar person, right, and you 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 dedicated thousand hours or ten thousand hours to become a guitar master and realize it's not gonna pay the bills, you wish you took a full-time job. 
And then now, right, when you have a partner and then you realize it's not up to what you hoped for, right? At the end of the day, if we're all just content with where we're at, right, we'll all be happier. It's expectations. <laughs> I think it's two separate things. They are parallel, but I think they are separate. Expectation is one, but expectation and contentment is one. Mm. But mm. I think it's separate from you finding purpose. Yeah, but is finding purpose a trap? I feel like like there's so much of why people succumb to, for example, drugs, bad habits, or or, or they they are unhappy. There's mm. depression and disorders and all these other things, right? Like a lot of the negativity of life and mm. like it kind of poisons people in some ways mm. because right they don't have that purpose. Mm. Whereas every time I've met somebody who has who can see their purpose, right, it becomes so clear for them. And everything else kinds of like, like kind of like, in order to become great at something, I have to clean up my act in all these other aspects. Yeah. So all of that, right? It gives me a purpose, right? For me and direction for me to want to work on improve and better myself in all these other aspects. So for example, if say I'm, I want to be an artist, do I need to be a better human being? Do I need to understand marketing? Do I need to understand business? Socially, how do I, how do I need to better myself in those aspects? Do I need to be intelligent in certain things, right? Mm. Like mm. all of that, right? I'm motivated to want to learn these things in order to help with that core, that core purpose. Mm, yeah. But if I don't have that core purpose, then why do I want to be a better person? Why do I want to be a better partner? Why do I want to, like, I don't care. But when you look, when you say purpose, right, is it one, how to say, like a specific thing they are trying to do or what is the pattern of purpose that so, is the same amongst yeah. these people? So for some people, purpose could look like taking care of their family. It doesn't have to be like a pursuit of like a, a, a career path yeah, or, or mm. a skill. Right. Yeah. But a lot of the times it falls into those kind of categories. I say purpose is like waking up every day and being satisfied with where you are. I think if you is want- That is your purpose. That is a purpose. La. I, I feel oh, like that purpose. is okay. a purpose. Okay. Like you can wake up and say like, I have no regrets. Cause like if people are not fulfilling their purpose, then they'll say like, I wish I was doing something else. You know, I was, I wish I had another life. But if you found your purpose, then you wake up with no regrets. What I'm trying to like kind of see this is that even hundred years ago where we didn't have social media, where we didn't have television, that we didn't get to see the hundreds of millions of different strangers that we come across online every day and all the different lives that they have, right? The people a hundred years ago weren't searching for purpose. And I'm trying to figure out now, right? Is that pursuit for purpose, are we motivated because we see someone else being uh, pursuing their purpose or are we envious that they have something, a better life than we ah, do? Ah, the comparison wow. track. I think it's a bit of a broad assumption though. Mm. And I also think that it depends on where you are in like civilization. What, what's, what's the broad assumption? So that, that they don't have, don't have purpose. But it could I don't look think different. They were, I don't think they were pursuing purpose to the, to the extent that we are now. Like, Cause we have maybe a million more purposes in a list than we did back then. For example. Yeah, but, right. then, mm. but then that stems from um, self-actualization, right? Sure. So we are at a time where self-actualization is possible and then that maybe has more variables, but at different stages in civilization, then purpose looks different. For some is, can I put food on the table for my family? Yeah. And that alone, right, yeah. is, can be challenging enough or, 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 or satisfying enough in, in that sense for it to be your life's purpose. Ma. No, I, I, I get that. And I, I get that you are at different parts of the hierarchy of needs. So then obviously different purposes come into play in that point of time. But like, if you look at what a, a pharaoh or an emperor back in the day where he's already reached every single level of the needs 
is he, he he doesn't know what he doesn't know. There's not like, he can't be like, I want to be a video content creator because this is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But now we have more What's things up, guys? that we can pursue because of the state of the world today, right? How much of it is when you see someone, you see a master and you go, wow, I am capable of doing that and you're motivated by that or is it my life is just not as good as that? I know what, it is. I feel like he's talking about choice paralysis. Oh, I thought it was privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Which but he said even, with, even yeah. the most privileged person did not have that back then. Ma. But now it's the fact that there are so many opportunities or avenues to develop into that now we are caught like, oh no, I don't know what my purpose is. But last time it's like, you, the main purpose is to make ends meet and then how you go about that is up to you. Yeah, so I feel like, we're, I mean, again, going down to traps, right? Mm. I don't know if we're, we're being kind of trapped or like a victim of the successes that we have come to as a human race, essentially. Yeah. That now we are finding more problems. We are unhappy, we're dissatisfied, when we really shouldn't be. This is the life that many people in our, our ancestors would have loved to have had. Oh, yeah. And we're just creating our own dissatisfaction in that sense. Isn't it crazy to think that people like 100 years from now, right, might think the exact <laughs> same that like, we are better off than they are. Five yeah. mm. G. <laughs> no, I get, I get, I, I get yeah. what you're trying to say. But, but, um, but tying it back to what we were previously talking about, right? Mm. It's like if it does feel like like I'm not either I'm not taking that risk or I'm not putting myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Mm. Like I cannot seem to find the thing that is worth taking the risk for. So how do I expose myself to or, or, or discover that you see? No, it's so funny because it's like, I'm saying like you, the order, the order needs to be reversed Yeah. because you are unable to find that because you are unable to step into the thing that will enable you to find it, mm -mm. I feel. So, and I think it's different because I, for a lot of people, the case can be that you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, right? But still within like very- Still a safe unstable. space. Yeah, still a safe space. But for you, maybe it's your career choice or maybe it's just how you've lived, right? In that mm. a lot of things you can, how say, like say if you really want to go travel, you could build that into a series and then go and travel, right? Mm. So because so many of that can be baked into your job, right? Just that level of moving out of your comfort zone is not enough. Like, I feel like you need that uprooting. I need to take off my clothes in the in the Amazon. And start OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Do you fear that you will go through years and years and decades and realize that you will never find that? Like, is that a fear of yours? Ooh. I think No, what? I think I've been living it Ooh. for a while already. Been yeah. living the fear. Yeah. Why um, is it important for you to find that thing that you can pursue or be passionate about? Honestly, right? Is I don't know why I'm here. Okay. That's, that's the, like in life, right? Is like, I don't know why I'm here. Ah, you need Jesus. And I think there's, there's quite a big struggle there. Like, and, and, and again, right, this comes like, when somebody talk to me about how they are like, they are, they are, they are so, so passionate. Or there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
they are they are working towards something and they built something for themselves, right? To me, it's, I've I've seen that mm. and I want that for myself. Yet, why don't I have it? So I, I guess maybe I wasn't succeeding, but I I guess where I wanted to get at is that I wanted to find out from you: is it motivation or is it envy? Is that when you see someone mm. else, you you want that life rather than a better life for yourself? <laughs> because I guess we get to like dissect better because I, I think the, a glass shattering moment for me right was when I realized that we are not special that we are not here for a reason that yeah. we are really just here and there's millions of us billions of us and probably 99% of us are going to amount to nothing and I think that really took off a weight of pressure off my shoulders. Oh, it was a positive thing for you. Yeah. It was a huge positive thing for me because for a long time, like not to blow my own horn or whatever, but my report cards every year when I was growing up was always huge potential, huge potential. You know, it's going to become a leader, whatever, all this nonsense, mm. right? And that always weighed down on me because I always felt, what if I don't reach that? Mm. I get it, I get it. You're not the main character anymore. So you exactly. don't have any expectations to reach. Oh, you you're NBC now. You are an NBC and so, you're okay with it. So when I thought about the moment in time where maybe I became less ambitious to a lot of people that seems like wow that's so sad but uh, it was so liberating for me because mm. suddenly now right i did when i looked at someone else's life i didn't feel the envy i didn't feel like wow he has purpose i need to find my own purpose i went you do you mm. i'm just gonna live my life mm. and maybe it might be boring to some but like i'm finding myself to be slightly closer to happiness welcome to the other side brother <laughs> <laughs> i've been here the whole time <laughs> <laughs> marriage is what it takes i think yeah. <laughs> the problem is that on the outside it looks like laziness mm. it looks like uh. Un- unmotivated. Uh, uh, yeah, know? no That's drive, you know. Then you have yeah. been perfect for an episode we recently did. Oh. Okay, but you can be here for part two. Okay, <laughs> stay tuned. Anyway, back to you. He's still thinking. Oh yeah, gosh. Yeah, I'm trying, He's really going I'm through. through uh, yeah. down because I cannot see. You really have right. right. not, not that I cannot see. I get what you're talking about. But you're really yeah. wearing specs. But I feel like there's something else. Okay. No, because I... Sorry, I didn't want to keep going in circles, but I'm also trying to like articulate yeah. my mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would like to help him find his you yeah, know yeah, the yeah. answer to this, you know? Yeah. Oh I thought you were gonna say something. No no to help him find his purpose. It's just he wanna commit, he just wants you to know. I thought he was gonna like No, because all all possible options of a purpose are in this day and age, uh, like in the knowledge bank already, right? There, there can't possibly be a purpose with that you don't know about, right? Can your purpose Is it a case finding? of finding like- That's what you have said 10 years ago and then new purposes came yeah. out about 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't know what you don't know. Do you think uh. your purpose can just be finding purpose and all the things that you do along the way of that? Oh, oh I thought about that already, uh. but I don't think so. No, Why? it sounds like a out. <laughs> we thought it was glass shattering. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a real cop out. Something that was quite interesting that actually I read two like okay. contradicting comments. So one says that a big trap is that people always tell you never give up. But <laughs> what this person thinks should be said more is know when to quit. But okay, on the flip side, I saw another comment that said life's biggest trap is impatience. So it says that like, wow. how many things that you have wanted, right, you would have achieved if you had just been a bit more patient. This is the freaking like power mm. of words <laughs> and how you just frame something because both of them make so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's because different in different situations, both can possibly apply also. Ma. Yeah. No, but how do I know when what applies? Yeah, what you know? if I'm just have to have a bit more patience when I actually in reality mm. am thinking that I, I need I'm to know when to quit. This, but then I keep yeah. telling myself, oh, let's uh, just keep trying. Okay. You know what? It's about keeping at it. So when you quit your last one, your last job, mm. 
did you know? Was were I was were, were you questioning which one it was or in your heart, right? Was it clear? Ooh, that's a great question. In my heart, it was clear. Then you know it. Oh, so you're saying it's an innate feeling that yeah. you will know when it's time. I to think you will go. know when it's time. Like whether you should be more patient or whether you should quit. Why, why are you not happy? What do you want? No, I should have probably quit guitar about 10 years ago. So. <laughs> but you never really gave it a shot. Ah, All see? the traps I'm falling into <laughs> like, since 2012. Should I throw in the scarcity <laughs> trap? The problem is that in real life, I think it's very rare that you know 100% that it's time to quit. But mm. what happens is that the doubt starts to creep. And so is that the moment or is when you are 100% sure? Because the doubt will creep in like most of the time. But also so many times, right? Don't you think that like at the point where I'm about to quit, then I like your breakthrough is just on the other side of that, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of the inverse of like what I was saying, like purpose is waking up every day and like not having any regrets, right? But like, if you wake up every day with so much weight on your shoulder so and, and so <laughs> many regrets <laughs> and like even like if, like yeah, learning learning skills, developing takes time and takes effort, but you should still at least find some kind of like, like enjoyment or satisfaction from it. Like this job is not easy. Eh? This 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 whole podcasting thing like has run me ragged compared to like like the previous <laughs> job, right? But every time people say like you look so tired and all that kind of stuff, but I say you like, do. but I like it. Oh, you know, I'm like, but I'm fine with it. Because oh. I I like what I'm doing, and then so BDSM. Oh, that's another trap. So never mind, never mind, never mind. Wait, I want to mine. So I, I yeah, I think you do. <laughs> yeah, so I think you do. Like if you are waking up every day and there's really you're really slogging yourself and pushing yourself through, right? Then maybe that's when it's time to quit. La. I, I always, I think something that's worked for me in the past <laughs> is that whenever that moment of doubt starts to creep in, I give myself a timeline. So it's not an immediate thing, mm. but you say, okay, I'm going to stick it up for six months and something needs to happen for me to decide either or. Mm. But right. so many people, they stick it up for six months and they do the same shit for six months. It's the same yeah. as the trap when it comes to sales. What? Do you <laughs> really one? need to buy this? Uh. And now. So then like a lot of people say that the trick is to wait. Lah. Give it ah, a week, yes. like 24 hours, give it a week. Add yeah. to cut do you and then still go sleep. want, do you? Yeah. Sleep on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so conflicted a lot of times with whether this is something that I actually want or whether it's just what the world is telling me mm. that mm. I need to want, mm. right? Mm. So when we talk about travel, we talk about these kind of things, right? Like, <laughs> is that what I want? Or is this just what I'm supposed to want? No, but deep down in your heart, you don't know. <laughs> Like it's so hard to know because yeah, it's all yeah, these it's things that we are buying. It's all the things that we are using. It's, it's everything, right? Consumerism yeah. is a trap. I feel like you it know really too is. much. I know. Burden with knowledge. <laughs> 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 Burden. <laughs> no, but I was like, why this comment stuck out to me is also, I feel like I see it playing out differently in both of your lives. Like the knowing when to quit, right? In the sense that like, you knew when to let go of that expectation that you needed to have something special or that you needed to make something of your life and that liberated yeah. you. But then for you, it seems like you cannot quit like looking for that purpose or looking for that something, right? That you feel like you can invest your whole life into. But then at the same time, if I say no when to quit, then what does that look like? Do you feel like it's because we have other people to live for now? <laughs> In terms of like- That's we are it's marriage. Yeah, we're responsible for other people. And like, if you were given like someone, like say a partner, right? And then would that kind of, not limit, but narrow down the options? Narrow um, down what options? Like 
where my purpose, purpose is. Yeah, like where it is. Because now it's just this big open like canvas, right? And no, then, I, I don't think it's an open canvas. I think there are a few <laughs> things that I'm inclined or leaning towards, right? Mm. But again, then I question whether it's truly something that I want or not. And half the time, maybe that doesn't matter also. Like if I kind of feel like, yeah, that's what I want. Don't overthink it. Instead, do. And then through the lived experience, see whether it, you are yeah. meant for it or not, which is what yeah. I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. Whether I'm doing it at a rate that I'm happy with or not is another thing. Yeah. But right. I've also learned to accept that this is just life. Different people, things will happen for them at different stages, different times, and we all have our own timeline, right? Mm. So there's all these things I come to accept already. Right. But I don't think that a partner will change that. The thing that I think like a partner might influence is, oh, okay, no, no, no. I think I know already. When it comes to relationships, right? The frustration here is, when I feel like I haven't found it. You are not good enough. Yeah. Because if this other person has already found it, right? They are on this journey that I cannot relate to. Mm. We're in a chicken and egg situation, folks. Like when I find somebody, right? And you see, that's the problem also. eh? The people that I meet, right? Who haven't found it, I cannot. The people that I meet who have found it, I don't feel good enough. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like we made such a huge breakthrough. Yeah. I mean, like you, you already realized But it, we've but broken through too. into a room that is like no doors. Oh, yeah, no, we're, <laughs> well, no, but we're in another room, room, but we're in another room. <laughs> but at least we move rooms. <laughs> but it's, oh, okay, shit. Like, go back, go back. <laughs> oh, shit. That's crazy. Like, I oh picture it as God. like, if your life is just a gigantic room that is broken into many small rooms, but all have no exit. And then your whole life is just like, you think you're skipping, but you trap. Yeah, that's why I say mm. you know too much. Like, don't you think that it's people, true. right, require a bit of delusion? Like, you see a kid out there, right, that thinks that they're going to be the next Cristiano Ronaldo. Everybody that knows will think like us to be like you never, you know, but I feel like the people that are the most successful have that small level of delusion that they will make it. Mm. It's faith and belief in yourself la, that uh, you will go. You think it's delusion? La. I don't think so. I believe that deep down, right, you all know that you are better than the average human being at a certain thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and honestly, the average is low. Okay, true. So it's whether or not you are accepting of that of yourself, confidently enough to be, and then how do you then leverage on those things? Which leads us back to the very first comment. Ah, ah. Wow, full circle. Am I the software? Am I the software engineer? that we managed to link it, we just close. <laughs> <laughs> and the video stops in three, two, one. Do y'all know what you are better than the average human being at? It could be anything. It could be empathy, you know. It could be- uh, not me. It could be calculation. <laughs> it could be that you can see certain things that other people just, not say that they cannot, but maybe it's a little bit harder for them. Yeah. I cannot put a finger on it, but. <laughs> for mine, I can. <laughs> You're smaller. So, <laughs> <laughs> as in, I have this sensing that like, as in, I've, I think I've always thought that I was more street smart than, I mean, as compared to like book smart, but then what that encompasses is also a very large, as it's very generic. Mm. But then at the same time, I also feel like as compared to my peers, I do think I have like a sharper mind in the sense of street smartness. Okay. Like being, like what you said, like being able to see something different and then be able to then contribute like, in my capacity, but at a very young age. And then people somehow see that as a strength. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think if I were, like I had the same brains and the same contributions that I had, right? But I'm like 10 years into the industry, people will look at me differently mm. as compared to me having it now. 
which I think mm. is actually something that John would talk about a lot also. So, but I cannot put my finger on like, what is the exact difference that I make? Right. Know? Yeah. Mm. Right. No, but I, as much as, yeah, I get, as I get what you're saying. As uncomplacent as this can no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Don't be complacent. But then, where has this been, for example, monetized? Where has this been pushed to the point, right, where it then benefits the larger society? Like, that is what I think, right, helps people to kind of like navigate towards finding purpose. Why like, do I need to benefit yeah, larger society? It's not a need. But I do think that when along the pursuit, it would, one of the outcomes and symptoms of, side effects of is that. Wow, that goes completely like against the face of like, we are not special and we, like- No, you don't <laughs> like, need to be so, special to contribute though. Yeah, yeah like because there are going to be a million other people that are going to be able to do the same thing as you. Exactly, but that doesn't mean like, that so you like, cannot- what, I, what, what my l- philosophy of life is really just to make the people around me happy because there are people who are much more capable who are going to change the world and all that kind of stuff. That's not my aspiration. And so that's as far as I want it to be like, in, I, the, I, in the area mm. of like who I touch. No, I, I, I think there's a difference with being like happy and, and um, content, but also like to be complacent. I think there's two different things mm. because at the end of the day, for you to be able to make like say your partner happy, etc. There's also things that they see in you. Maybe they like the fact that you are someone who is good at certain things or good at your job or whatever. And I feel like at the end of the day, like JP said, anyone can do any of those things. Anyone can make your partner happy essentially, you know? So like you're also only one of like, <laughs> yeah, essentially that's why I think you can be content, but you can never be complacent. I think that's important. Yeah, and, and also, mm. if I bring it back to the original question, then what do you think you are better at that you can then leverage on or contribute to? <laughs> you got the best imposter syndrome. Yeah, you're asking the guy with the lower self-esteem ever what he's <laughs> better at people. No, but at. you are focusing on the negative. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So if I really do not do like a thing to really like put all the negativity away and- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, sure. <laughs> okay, and it's about uh, my ability to bring a community together. It's true. Mm. I've seen it. It's, it's my, I am, I would like to see myself or I, to be the link that brings different communities into a central community and to make it a happy and positive community. When have you done this before? Right here? I, I've seen it. Like <laughs> his, his first thing in reality, he was a culture pillar. Thank you for that. <laughs> what do you mean his first thing? No, I mean like before, before I left, and before, yeah, left. before I left and came before back. Oh, yeah. Treat us, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then why you never leverage on like, your capabilities this time around? No, no, sorry, sorry. What do you mean? Have I so, not been? Wait, wait, wait. A bit less, a bit less. So, right, the previous time, say when oh. you first joined Gerity and all that, right? Yeah. Like, when, when that happened and you felt it, mm. like, what was the feeling like? Tingles uh, in the tum-tums. <laughs> Pretty much, I guess. Like, I was- Finger uh, up the bum I was, I was glad we tingles up the tum-tums. I was like, happy with my role of who I was. Like we all kind of have different roles like in the office, right? But yeah. if that is my part to play, then I I was more than happy to play it long. Yeah. And nothing else. And I didn't want to be anything else. And then have you felt that way since? I would like to think. Yeah. Like, and it's beyond, it's beyond this company. It's like, uh, I mean, groups of friends, uh, any other community that I joined. Yeah. You're able to be the life of the party without letting anyone feel alienated. Mm. Yeah. So what are the jobs? <laughs> what are the spaces where this right is can be maximized? So apparently, so apparently, I had that thought actually. Like, yeah. uh, and 
my first answer that I kept on going back to, right, was, and this is a very naive answer, HR. Ah, Mr. Naive. Like to be a, <laughs> to be the, the, the heart of the company. And then I went to LinkedIn and straight away typed like, some professional HR guy said HR is not the heart of no, the company. No, I feel like no, the I chief happiness officer shit is like for no. you. Ah, yeah. I don't think so. I think you should go and be the host of those pub crawl kind of thing. Oh. Like why not have fucking yeah. fun yeah, be yeah, paid yeah, for yes. it? Right. Drink a little bit but control. Mm. Oh. To drink. <laughs> and yeah. then go and make friends with all these people and then like make sure that the tourists who are coming here or whoever is joining doesn't feel lonely. Holy like, shit. Yes. Like along those lines, you see. You lost me at control your drinking. <laughs> no, that I wonder what's the caveman version of this job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clown uh, jester. <laughs> it's like all the men going to hunt. He, he entertains like the women. <laughs> He's zero threat to any of them. cave tree. <laughs> <laughs> Stones here bigger. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much for watching today's episode. We really went on a really wild ride all around town. Like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. In the comments, right, ladies, please. Or Why men, if you have evidence. Okay. Is there anybody out there or a percentage of this population that likes dick cheese? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is dick cheese? That was not what I thought you was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so f***ing curious. Eh. Like, you talk about this smell and this kind of thing, right? Like, have we just been conditioned by marketing and, 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 and consumerism and capitalism to, to, to want to, like, enjoy all these, like, perfumes and all this kind of shit, right? Or the pheromones, the raw smell, yeah, 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 the yeah. B.O. to you smells fragrant, yeah. you know? No, but they, don't dick cheese come out, like, when it's dirty or something? When it comes out from your pee hole, it's all around. It's like dried pee and like yeah. other excretion things it that dry up crevices. I think nobody will dare to admit that they like dick cheese. Use an anonymous account or whatever. La. You all know how to do this. La. But I really want to know. <laughs> I mean, if people like scat, like then what? they could Wait, scat, scat. Oh, scat point. Scat point. What is scat? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.